You're listening to 106.9 here on Tune FM. Adam Marshall, the member for Northern Tablelands and the New South Wales Legislative Assembly, has introduced a private member's bill that would split the Hunter New England Health District in two. The split would recreate the New England Area Health Service, which would be headquartered in Tamworth, and would service patients within the New England Northwest area. The move comes on the back of a petition created to gauge the level of community support for a divide of the two districts, which received over 16,000 signatures from constituents within the Electoral District of Northern Tablelands, which includes Armadale, Glen Innes, Inverell, Moree, Urala, and other surrounding areas. The current Hunter New England Health District is the largest in regional New South Wales, servicing 25 local government areas and nearly 1 million people. It is also the only health district in New South Wales that has to deliver rural and remote services from a metropolitan headquarter base. Joining me remotely today to discuss the bill and the issues necessitating a split of the districts is Adam Marshall himself. Adam, thank you so much for chatting with us on Tune FM today. My absolute pleasure, Ben. Thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely. Any time. So jumping right off the bat, uh, a bit of a, just for our, a bit of an intro for our listeners, why have you introduced this bill? Well, I've introduced the bill to bring about uh, the split of the Hunter New England Health District, as you said in your introduction. Obviously, we had the petition last year. We had the big debate on the floor of parliament. And unfortunately, while we won a lot of concessions from the then government and the then health minister, one thing we didn't achieve as a result of that petition was splitting the health district, getting our own health district back, uh, servicing our region, run by people who live in our region and who are accountable to our region because they understand it. And so this legislation that I've brought into the parliament will actually deliver on that and it will require every MP to actually cast their vote either for or against uh, this legislation. And uh, I expect that to be debated before Christmas this year. Oh, that's good. It's nice that we should, at the very least, have an initial debate on the topic and the bill before 2024. So why, why exactly do you think the health districts need to be split? Well, without doubt, Ben, uh, us being shackled to Newcastle uh, and at the whim of uh, management that bases itself in a metropolitan area 500 kilometres away from us uh, is not working. In fact, our health services are getting worse and uh, our frontline hardworking nursing staff in particular uh, are being really let down by some pretty poor decision-making at at Newcastle. And we want to see, as a region, uh, some control back Uh, empowerment of our local hospital managers again instead of everything being run out of Newcastle. This on its own won't be the panacea, the silver bullet, but it's part of a bigger package of reforms to to get some solutions and improve our health services again. One thing's for sure, Ben, things are never going to get better while we continue to be shackled to Newcastle because all they're interested, it seems, is looking after Newcastle and us at the very end of the line uh, of the biggest health district in the state uh, seem to be an afterthought for them. So given that, uh, as you mentioned, uh, they are located, uh, primarily the headquarters are located in uh, in Newcastle, do you think that they're a little bit too focused on the Hunter region, whereas the New England region uh, sort of gets a little bit left behind? 
Absolutely. We do get left behind. Uh, and there, there's many examples of that, including just on Friday night with the no doctor at Armadale Hospital. And yet there were doctors that were available to work that were never approached by Hunter New England Health. Because mm. quite frankly, often I find that they just don't give a stuff about us. That That's what it boils down to. There's a feeling by the community, by me, and particularly by the staff that work in our region's hospitals, that Newcastle just doesn't care enough about them to, to make an effort. And so this legislation is born out of that frustration, that desire to see change, and that demand for uh, to put the local back into our local hospitals and health services. Given that, um, as I mentioned, uh, the New England area is quite a large area, uh, we have the cities and towns that I mentioned before, what do you think makes Tamworth ideal to be the headquarters of the proposed New England area or the, the reincarnation of the New England Area Health Service? Well, it, it, it was where the New England Area Health Service had its headquarters. It, it is the, right. the largest uh, community and largest hospital in the New England Northwest Um Armadale being the second largest and second biggest centre. So that really makes sense. Um, but, oh, look, doesn't necessarily matter where the headquarters are. Uh, that's just – I've just said that because that's where the headquarters used to be. Okay. But, but it could be anywhere. But I'm not fussed on where the headquarters are. It's just important that we have our local uh, hospitals run again by our region rather than being run remotely by distance uh, from Newcastle by people who don't understand what goes on out here and care even less. And that actually, that raises uh, a good point leading into my next question. Given that Newcastle is a very uh, metropolitan area and most of the New England area is rural or regional, what problems do are more present in rural and regional areas in regards to accessing healthcare that places like Newcastle don't have to worry well, about? Well, you're right. It's, it, this is the only health district that uh, delivers services in a rural and remote setting. Uh, but all the decision-making comes out of a metropolitan area. The health district is unique in that sense. Um, John Hunter is is a huge hospital in a huge city of 350,000 people. Um, it is It may as well be in a, in a different country compared to uh, out here where we just we just desire the basics that is some nurses on duty and some doctors in the hospitals that's about it uh, where in Newcastle it's all about specialties um, uh, but so the the it's chalk and cheese apples and oranges whatever phrasing you want to put on it, um, it it's it's just impossible I feel for them to deliver services out here uh, from a setting that is completely removed. Um, It's just a completely different world. Do hospitals in Newcastle, such as John Hunter, which is more or less the the the, the main hospital uh, in the Hunter area, and indeed the area that a lot of patients in the New England area get sent to if they have a, a major issue or something that can't be uh, looked after from a local standpoint, do they have access to facilities or machinery that hospitals in our region don't have? 
Oh, they absolutely do, yes. Um, I mean, Newcastle's a city of nearly of around 350,000 people. The hospital there is enormous. Uh, so there, their main focus is on special specialisation and high-level acuity care for patients where here uh, we're struggling uh, often just to have the basics. Uh, so it is, it's a very, very different world. Um, and having our own health district isn't about denying people access to Newcastle. People will still be able to go to John Hunter Hospital and be referred there just like they are now to Westmead and um, Prince Alfred Hospital and all sorts of other places and even into Queensland. But it's just about having that administration, that decision-making that decides where the money goes, uh, where people get employed, where services are offered, uh, to be actually uh, based here in our region uh, and accountable to our region. Fantastic. That should assuage uh, some of the concerns of our listeners that if they do require any specialised care, they'll still be able to be transferred down to a bigger hospital like John Hunter if they require specialised machinery or equipment or specialised doctors. Given that we are currently in a Labor-led minority government, do you think this bill currently has the support or the numbers to pass the Legislative Assembly? Well, that's yet to be known. I mean, I'm busily talking to as many MPs across across the aisle, across bench, government, opposition, to try and get as much support as possible uh, for this bill. Uh, It's looking good so far, but I'm going to keep working as hard as I can to make sure we can get this up. Perfect. Uh, Were you surprised at the response to last year's petition that we got such a massive uh, number of constituents in support of the split? No, I wasn't. I wasn't surprised at all. Um, People are very passionate about this. Everyone's got a story to tell. Uh, about how they've been treated, uh, the services that are missing, the services that used to be there that are not there anymore. So I'm not surprised at all. I know you mentioned before that this wouldn't necessarily be the silver bullet that would fix all of the issues. What are the measures? What other measures, sorry, do you think need to be introduced to uh, better the healthcare in the New England area? Well, one of the new initiatives that uh, was lobbied very hard for and was achieved as a result of the petition last year is the rollout of the single employer GP model, uh, and that that will occur uh, early next year. Uh, there's 80 doctors that will be uh, uh, taken in as junior doctors uh, that will work across directly in the hospitals as well as in local GP practices. And uh, Hunter New England Health is going through a process now of working out where those doctors will be placed. And uh, I'm I'm doing everything I can to make sure as many of them are placed in communities like Armidale, Inverell and Gleninus as possible. That's fantastic. And I think there is definitely the, um, there's definitely been a call for, for more uh, GPs and more professionals in the area for, for years now. And we've seen it in the last 12 months, especially with the, the bit of a shortage that we've experiencing. And on that, do you think that splitting the two health districts might relieve a bit of the shortage of GPs that we've seen over the last little while? Well, I, to be frank, the, the splitting of the health district won't do anything around private general practice. Private general sure. practice is very distinct from the public hospital system, but they're, they're two sides of the one coin, and we need more g- general practitioners in our communities if for no other reason than to engage in good primary health care, which is all about keeping people out of hospital. Last year... of all presentations to emergency departments at hospitals in our region were people who should never have entered the public hospital system if they'd have been able to get in and see their GP, i.e. their conditions were utterly preventable 
absolutely yeah. preventable if they were able to see a GP months earlier. So that's the whole idea of our health system is to keep people out of hospital. We only want the really, really sick people in hospital. Everyone else, assuming they can get access to a GP, is able to be treated before things get bad or treated out of the hospital setting in their own home with medication or other treatments. And that's that's when we don't have enough GPs, the it, all the pressure gets placed on our hospital system. And that's what we're seeing at the moment. Our hospital system was never designed to deal with the amount of throughput that it's dealing with at the moment. And that's happening because people can't get in and see GPs because we don't have enough of them. So if we can fix the GP issue, it takes pressure off the hospitals uh, which, which, and, and it's a better health outcome for the community. So uh, and that's the federal government's job, but they're two sides of the one coin and I'm trying to fix uh, the GP side, even though it's not necessarily my job. That's because my job is the hospitals and that will help take pressure off the hospitals at the same time. No, absolutely, and I think it's a it's a bit of a it's a bit of a tricky question. How do we how do we attract more GPs to the area? We've been, you know, it's a, it's something that we've been um, that we've been trying to answer for for a while now, and thankfully we do have a new GP starting up at the UNE Medical Centre uh, very shortly, um, which will hopefully ease a little bit of pressure on the community in that regard. Given that we had such a large amount of a large the amount of support from constituents in relation to the petition and the splitting of the health districts. Do you think it puts not necessarily a mandate, but it's a it makes it a little bit a little bit harder for people and and other members of the legislative assembly to ignore the issue, given that there is such a massive level of community support. Yes, I think it does. I think this issue is well known. Everyone in the parliament knows. Uh, about this issue because I continually talk about it in the parliament. The petition helped us with that. It's given good momentum to lead into this bill. Perfect. And look, with a bit of luck, you know, we um we are in a minority government. Anything can happen. Um, we'll see the debate. Hopefully, that will happen before Christmas, as you mentioned. And with a with a bit of luck, the uh, if the bill passes, we'll hopefully see a bit of change in the coming years. Uh, Adam, it. thank you so much for joining us here on Tune FM. We really appreciate it. No worries. Thanks for having me, Ben. It is absolutely our pleasure. Ben Lewis reporting for Tune FM.